Nick is here, so yeah, I'll let uh, our kind of um, guests introduce themselves. Um, Charles, you want to go first? Yeah, he's the big time guy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ime. Um, everybody needs a hype man like Ime, you yeah. know, just to, to, to fight that imposter syndrome. Um, what's up, everybody? My name is Charlton Cunningham. I'm based in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I'm head of programs at HBCU VC. We are a nonprofit organization focused on bringing more racial and ethnic diversity to the venture capital space. Um, our whole kind of theory of change is that um, everybody knows there's a funding gap issue for entrepreneurs of color and women entrepreneurs. And so we focus on creating the next generation of venture capital leaders. Um, if we can create more investors of color, we can um, at least change that, try to change that metric, that, that funding gap issue. And so that's what we're all about, what we're really focused on. Um, I've been a part of the organization for about a year and a half now. Um, have been in the startup space for the last decade in entrepreneurial support organization roles. Um, and yeah, really excited uh, to be chatting with everyone today. Wow, I didn't have all that planned already. I'm Ebay. Uh, I do things for HPCUBC. I used to work at Intel Capital. But yeah, that's it. Love to be here. I'm not as cool people, so we hang out all the time. Awesome, great, great intro. I think it's my first time talking with Charlton, and Ime I've known for, I, I even forget how many years. Like people ask me, oh, where did you meet Ime? And I have like no answer. <laughs> it's like, it's just been like part of my life, like forever, you know? It's like, yeah, there's, I've just always known Ime. Um, awesome, so yeah, I think let's get started with like, let's learn a little bit more about the history of the program. Like how did um, like HBC, UBC start? And, and where where it's now. Um, maybe Charlton, if you want to handle that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So our organization has been around, it'll be four years in April next month, um, which is amazing. Um, and as I mentioned, like our theory of change is like our founder who, her name is Hadia Mujhid, um, went to an HBCU um, and grew up on the East Coast, but has been in San Francisco for the last 12 years, I believe. Um, she worked, you know, as a software engineer, worked in the defense industry, started her own, um, a few of her own startups. And so, you know, as I mentioned, she saw the, the funding gap issue once she got to San Francisco and saw that, you know, there just wasn't a lot of people that looked like her in these rooms. And so, you know, actually when, when she started HBCU VC, it was actually called HBCU to Startup. It was really focusing on, um, entrepreneurs and founders and um, kind of the skilling up and the leveling up. But um, as she quickly realized, the power is really in the hands of the capital allocators. And so that's where she turned her focus on on venture capital um, in that industry. So for the for the last four years, our primary programming, what people know us for is the HBCU, um, the HBCU fellowship. So Ime was a part of the fellowship class two I see, I see Paul in the room as well. Um, Paul Lockett was class three. Um, so that program runs through the, through the year, um, through the school year. We, we teach venture capital curriculum, uh, connect the, the fellows to VC mentors, provide them opportunities, um, internship opportunities. Um, and really just, it's, it's really all about exposure and awareness to the industry. Teach them about like, what does a career and venture look like? 
Um, and so we've been doing that for four years. As Ime noted earlier, our all-star is Dehavia. Um, she was class one and is currently an associate at Panoramic Ventures here in Atlanta, Georgia. And so she's like, she's like the the all-star that's what we want to see we want to see someone go through the program and like actually get a role in in venture um and so the you know to give you a sense our i believe class one had i don't i want to say it had around and email you can correct me if i'm wrong it had like was it less than 10 that were a part of class one and class four which we're in right now has 43 students and alumni because we opened it up this year so um that's kind of been our marquee program what people know us for but in 2019 um email were you about to to jump in no i was just still going to say yeah we've seen tremendous growth and i, I also want to highlight all the work that the fellows do like they don't just like hang out and meet vcs but like they're really doing ecosystem development they're investing in student startups in their communities and they're helping founders like help with tasks make connections and do a lot of other different stuff so you're, they're putting in the work, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as Ebay, yeah, as Ebay pointed out, the the fellows are really are really doing the work uh, of venture, and you know, I'll I'll highlight we have an internal fund we call our lab fund, which is um, like our venture capital clinic, and the fellows actually kind of run the fund, and so they are scouting companies um, from HBCU entrepreneurs, um, having these conversations with the founders you know, writing investment memos and then hosting their own kind of investment committees and kind of partner meetings to, to hash it out to see who gets um, gets the non-dilutive funding that we offer. Um, and so, it, yeah, so in addition to the lab fund and to the HBCU fellowship, we also have a summer program. Or before that, I'll talk about our, we have an emerging VC program, which is kind of an offshoot of our 31 under 31. Um, our founder wanted to one-up Forbes, and so we decided instead of doing a 30 under 30, we do 31 under 31, um, highlighting Black and Latinx um, VCs um, uh, for the past two years. So we've been doing that, and we're actually going to be turning that into kind of some some programming to help elevate professionals, um, you know, from associate to analyst to kind of principal, um, partner, and potentially fund manager. Um, and so the, the program we're here to talk about today is the summer internship program. We launched that in 2019 in partnership with Pledge LA and Annenberg Foundation. Um, Pledge LA is a diversity initiative in Los Angeles. They wanted their venture and tech ecosystem to reflect the diversity of LA. And so we came and helped um, collaborate on a 10 week um, internship program, two weeks of training, eight weeks interns are placed at a a local LA-based firm for the for the summer, um, and so yeah, so we've been doing that for since 2019. 2019 it was in person. Last year we pivoted to an all remote um, internship, and, and this year it'll be virtual again. But we're expanding to Chicago, SF, and we'll have kind of like a national cohort with some companies in partnership with Foundry Group. So um, yeah, so we're we're doing a lot of great work at HBCU VC and. And you know, really excited about the expansion and and where we're headed. No, that's uh, that's great to hear. I especially love the the part about helping people in their career. I feel like that's kind of the, the next thing. Is it's not just enough to get the first job. It's actually needing to support them throughout um, their career. And I think especially in venture capital, it's kind of like a hidden secret. But most people drop out after like associate or like you know, rarely people move up the chains. 
Um, so I think they definitely need that support to keep on going up and go to a principal you know, partner levels where, to your point, is where the capital is and where, quote unquote, the power is. Um, so that's, that's really good to hear. Uh, and then Ime, I guess uh, you could probably provide some color as like, the experience from like the fellow side, right? Like, um, what did you do, and especially during the in the internship, how is it kind of different than like a typical like VC internship being a part of um, HBCU VC community? Well, I think you have the HBCU VC community that really makes it special. Uh, I know for like me, like I've done VC internships. And, like, it's very lonely because you're, like, the youngest person at the fund. Like, you don't have a lot of connections outside, like, the partner you're working for. And so HBCU VC exposes you to different interns from across the country, other other fund managers and other partners at other funds who can potentially be your mentor and vouch for you. And even people that ask, like, the dumb questions, like, you know, like, how do I model this company? Like, how, what valuation should I give this? Like, how should I talk about this startup that I'm, I want to invest in? And so that's really helpful for, like, what people are working on and, like, to give them a lot of up in the internship and for them to get the return on. Totally. That, uh, yeah, I think I've met, like, I think that's why, like, income started was, like, people would be solo interning at a company and they'll be like, I have no one to talk to. <laughs> um, so I think that that community aspect um, is, is really important. Um, and then I guess like what's the um, like I always ask this people is like what's kind of your opinion of like you know people in college or even younger like learning about VC um, as opposed to you know quote unquote starting a company or just getting some more experience um, first before you even think thinking about um, a career in venture capital. Well, I think it's relative. Like at the end of the day, like you're you're just giving money to startups. You're believing in founders. And, like, you can do that with your own money. You can do that with someone else's money. So I think the function of, like, being a VC is, like, something that everyone can do and learn about it. But I think what's important that I want to work with people. And I think uh, partners, GPs, like, people, like, senior partners want to work with, like, people who are passionate about companies or are passionate about founders. And that's what we look for in the internship selection process. We look for people who are passionate about founders, really want to contribute to the community. And like, especially be a value add to the fund that they're joining for the summer too. Yeah, I agree. I agree with Ime. Like, um, there's the passion for, for founders, the passion for like, I mean, venture capital, you get to talk to a lot of smart people. You get to, you're looking into, you know, the cutting edge industry trends, like what's, what's next, what's coming up. Um, so yeah, so it's a really unique, um, opportunity. Um, and we find that the folks that participate, participate in our internship program, you know, some of them are, you know, entrepreneurs or founders themselves that are just looking to get on the other side of the table and like understand what investors are looking for. You know, some of them are just looking for, you know, a unique experience. We had last year, we had someone who their previous internship was at like a senator's office, someone coming from media and entertainment. So, you know, we love to, to have people who have like a diversity of background and, and interest. And, um, you know, venture is so unique as well that it will color and, you know, round out kind of their own experiences. And so, um, yeah, so we, I mean, we invite everyone to apply who, you know, is interested in kind of entrepreneurship, investing, 
um, and, and just generally the innovation ecosystem because we think that there's great things that you can pull from, from interning at a, at a VC. Um, I guess that, that was going to be the next question is like, you know, what's kind of the, the profile um, that you are looking for? But I, I'll ask a different question first is, uh, looks like you guys started the internship program in LA, but then are like moving out to Chicago, you mentioned that someone is in Atlanta. Like what's kind of uh, your opinion of like doing venture instead of like uh, core Silicon Valley ecosystem? Do you think that students should? Uh, have exposure to like the Silicon Valley area version of investing, or do you think it's kind of becoming like the standard and uh, are kind of getting the same everywhere across the country? Well, I I've been in the Bay Area doing doing investing there, and I've also been outside the Bay Area doing investing. And I think for me, it's really important to find your fit for personality wise, like. If you're really into like a certain type of ecosystem, a certain type of founder profile, then I would go work in that type of ecosystem with a certain type of profile. But the only way to find that out is that you try out different things, you work in different ecosystems, you work with different partners, and you find someone that's aligned with your personality and your investment philosophy. So I think that's what's super important for people to like really figure out what is their personal thesis and how they want, what, what type of founders they want to work with. And the best way to do that is to try it out. And that's why I tell people to just apply to the, the internship that we have for HBCUBC because you never know like, if you're a good fit. You never know what GP uh, you vibe with. And then you, then you have a great opportunity to learn more about venture capital and investing in general and meet great founders. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, every ecosystem is different and you can pull a lot from various ecosystems. Right now, we're in an interesting time because... You know, every, this this program was built to be in person, and, but it's going to be remote. Um, and so we're, you know, we're still in a, in, you know, in a in a place where everybody's connecting over Zoom and you know these virtual events. Um, and so, you know, even if you are really interested in the you know the SF ecosystem, um, everything's still kind of you know being handled digitally. So. Um, I would, yeah, like Ivan said, I would um, encourage people to to look into new other ecosystems. The Midwest, Chicago specifically, you know, has a great ecosystem. You know, hopefully next year we'll be in Miami because apparently it's hot all of a sudden. Um, and in and, and Atlanta we'll have some companies. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think when you think about the, the venture capital industry, it's relationship-based. And so the more you can... The more you can get more nodes in the network, the stronger your overall network becomes. And so um, it doesn't, it's not holed up into one specific ecosystem. No, I think uh, I love I Atlanta, especially. I've been take, keeping an eye out. So many interesting companies coming out of Atlanta. Um, it'll definitely be a good place to start a company. Um, so, what's kind of the, the process like for applying? Uh, and, you know, what's the entire process of getting? Um, the internship, and is it only restricted to students to uh, who go to HBCU VC, uh, to like an HBCU, or is it kind of open to outside of those schools as well? Yeah, so the the internship is open to any any student that ha- you know can work in the U.S. You don't have to be at an HBCU, and our um, requirements are only that you have completed one year of school. You know, so we're looking at sophomores all the way up to um, you know, you've been out of school for three years. 
um, as well as we accept grads and MBAs. And so we cast a wide net because we want to make sure to be inclusive as possible. Um, and, you know, we're really intentional about understanding that the industry has traditionally been um, or historically excluded um, a lot of people. And so we want to cast a wide net so we can bring in those people, um, those underrepresented groups. Um, okay, now what was the second part of your question? Um, you were breaking up a little bit. I think you you were asking about the process to apply. Oh, so, yes, absolutely. Yeah, the process to apply. Yeah, so right now we have um, an open application. Um, essentially, the, the bulk of the application is for essays. Um, we are we do like a blind review process so we don't like know what school you go to or like anything outside of kind of those four essays and so we 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 have a scoring rubric we kind of let everyone know what we're looking for um for people who have like strong work ethic who are intellectually curious who have a passion for working with founders who you know have um you know who, who who value inclusion and so we have like a list of like nine or ten traits that we're looking for through these essays and so you know we um we like are really putting everything out there and just saying hey take your time put your work into these essays we're going to review it and, and be as equitable as possible um we actually had i wish we had this we had talked last week because we had an early deadline on sunday that we allowed um folks who got in early to kind of go to a invite-only feedback session, which is going to be later this week, but we're actually going to be like, hey, here are some of the themes that we're seeing in, um, in the application, and maybe you can go back and review it before the final deadline. The final deadline is March 19th, um, Friday. Um, that's next Friday. Um, and so, yeah, so quickly, just to go through the process, you would apply. Um, if you make it through kind of the first um, application screen, um, we would do kind of like a virtual interview um, from there, if you make it past that round, you would go into what we call our match day, where we um, basically pair um, a certain number of applications to a certain firm. And so the firm will then on one day kind of interview everyone um, and then respond and say, hey, here are our top three choices of the candidates that we would love to have um, for the summer. Uh, and then on the back end, we would kind of place based on where you know where their first choices are or you know who people are interested in um and then follow up with the candidates and say hey here's here's the firm that um is interested in you for the for the summer are you you know do you want to accept this offer and so that whole process from end of application march 19th to match day um on april 20th is about a month and so you would know kind of where you where you stand um by april 20th no, I love that. I love the kind of different stages, like the feedback stage. It's something I've always tried to figure out, like why more people don't do it. It's like, I, like, I know it takes time, but it definitely is worth it to provide um, that feedback, especially for something like a, like a VC internship where it's so nebulous already. It's like, you don't really know. It's not like a you know, software engineering internship where you do the code, you pass it, okay, it works. <laughs> that, that's a good signal. Um, so definitely, definitely appreciate you guys putting in um, the time um, to craft such a kind of well-intentioned process. Um, then speaking of, you, you mentioned that program was you know, initially remote and now, initially in person, now it's remote. Like, how has that like made it 
better um, or you know kind of reduce kind of the quality of it obviously that you know the in-person connections are really important but with everything being remote I guess you can expand to like more cities more people um, so can you provide a bit more color on maybe how shifting to remote has maybe helped um, the program sure so um, obviously it's not ideal to <laughs> to not be in person um, you know Ime mentioned that this is a cohort-based uh, internship and so it's not just an individual going through the internship but you're you know last year we had 13 interns total um, and so in 2019 there's opportunities for you know if there's an event happening at um, someone's firm for them to invite the entire cohort to come out to it or a demo day or something like that and so you would have kind of these natural connections and collisions with the um, specifically the LA ecosystem um, in 2020 um, when we pivoted um, obviously we missed out on a lot of that but it opened up um, the opportunity to invite a lot of people into um, our training sessions or our training curriculum um, so we, you know we weren't bound by who could actually be there in person <laughs> and teach a class um, and so we were able to connect with uh, folks all across the across the country which is pretty cool um and so yeah and so i think that's kind of the biggest the biggest thing and i think everyone's kind of getting used to the virtual events and and things like that and so we're able to you know bring in um some high profile names and um and get folks that you know we couldn't fly in <laughs> in for the internship and so I, I would say that's probably the biggest um probably the, the, you know even though we went virtual, that's probably the, the you know the biggest plus. Um, this year, since we're going to be in um, a lot of different ecosystems, um, not only will you have the benefit of connecting with your um, your local or your you know your let's say your LA focused or your SF focused cohort, um, you know between twelve to twenty individuals, but you also have this larger cohort that you're a part of that, you know, everyone who's a part of the HBCUBC summer internship program, and we'll have opportunities where we can bring the full class together, which will be probably close to 40, um, 40 individuals and do kind of different networking opportunities, you know, every, all, we always stress that, you know, it's, it's great to hear from um, investors who are in the roles, but, you know, I would, you know, I, I consider knowing E-May like two, you know, in two to three years, you know, who knows what he's going to be up to. And so there will be, a, you know, a strong, a strong group of, you know, future investors in, in the cohorts that, you know, we would encourage everybody to get to know and, and start building those relationships now. Awesome. Um, so now I'm going to open it up to the audience. If anyone has any questions, uh, please feel free to raise your hand or if you want to come up. Uh, and ask the speakers anything. Um, let's see. If, if no one raises their hands, I, I just like that to call people out sometimes and be like, hey, if you have any questions. Um, so, uh, Nick, do you have anything? Yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. I would love to hear just kind of more about the mentorship that you offer people that go through your summer program and your fellow fellowship and if there's any real strategies or kind of techniques that you guys use to to level people up i can handle that question i think for me like the people i was able to meet through hbcvc really expanded my network and gave me access to deals to companies to like ideas that i wouldn't have thought of myself 
and that's really uh, important. And the second thing is like with venture, it's very much so a relationship-based business. So like when you have mentors that vouch for you, that you able to write recommendation letters, they're able to do referrals. It really gives you a light up in the interview process and in other uh, opportunities. Like I can name several fellows where someone from our network wrote them a referral because they were on one of our calls. They asked a really great question. They followed up and that let them get immediately get the job at some place. Got it. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, the, the community effect there is. And referrals are really important. Like I feel that's um, like venture is so relationship driven that you know the right word from the right person can definitely propel um, you forward. Um, awesome. If anyone else has a question, feel free to raise your hand. Otherwise, I'll just ask Charlton to just you know give I guess a parting words of advice to people who are interested in applying for the program. Any, any last words? Yeah, so um, if anyone is interested in applying and, you know, if there's a hint of interest, I would encourage you to, to throw your hat in the ring. Um, you know, we set everything up to be, you know, very easy. We have an application guide that, you know, lists all of our questions, our scoring rubric um, that has all kind of the, the internship timeline. So definitely utilize that. Um, you know, keep a doc open and work on these questions you have until um, the 19th. Um, but yeah, I mean, one thing I didn't mention is that um, our program, um, because we're in multiple ecosystems, you can, you know, say that you're really interested in LA as like your primary choice, but you're open to other opportunities. And so um, it really opens you up, you know, to, um, I would say, the most opportunities of any um, internship through one application and so um, let's say you apply to LA and um, for some reason you fall out of their kind of funnel um, you can be placed in you know Chicago or SF and you know be open to opportunities there so um, we really think this is you know a great opportunity for anyone who's looking to break into VC um, to, to get an opportunity and a, and a paid opportunity at that um, another thing I'll mention is that um, undergrads get paid 8k for the 10 weeks and, and grads get paid 10k and so it's a paid opportunity you get two weeks of training um increase your network and and you know get a get a hands-on experience with nvc we think it's you know one of the best programs out right now and so if you're interested i would definitely encourage you to apply um and and hope you do so awesome uh, is there the what's the link i don't think you ever mentioned that <laughs> Best program in the biz. Let me be clear. The best program. <laughs> um, so if you if you type in Bitly VC dash VC dash internship twenty twenty one, it'll bring our application right up. Um, yeah, and and yeah. The, yeah, and the last thing I would do is feel free if anyone's interested in applying, they can email me. I can email at hbcu. Dot BC, and they can ask me questions, they can reach out, and I'm always on Twitter, so they can always DM me on Twitter too. So, those are the two helpful resources. That's awesome. I'm a big fan of uh, 
well <laughs> well gotten bitly links so kudos there um awesome thank you so much Timmy and Chalkin for coming uh we'll also publish this um as a podcast include all the Twitter links as well as the link to the application that should be going out sometime before the application is due of course and thanks so much for for being here and for running this amazing program hope to collaborate with you guys again uh, over the summer yeah we're, we have to grow a huge zoom happy hour that'll be so much fun yeah thank you so much for having us of course awesome thanks so much and thanks so much for people attending bye